Would you like to hear how someone built their email list from zero to 5,000 people during the time frame of COVID and actually have people who want to read your emails and buy your stuff? Well, my guest today, Lois Kofi, she's got such an inspiring story to share. And she's also going to be sharing how she built her list from zero to over 5,000 people and how you can do the same. Let's get in. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. All right, today, my guest is Lois Kofi. Now, she is an absolute gun when it comes to email list building, lead generation, and sales. So, three really key things you need to grow your business. Now, Lois actually took what she learned from COVID because you'll hear in her story, she went from an offline business to purely online and uh, she helps a lot of coaches and consultants scale from five figures to month to six figures a month just from using those three things, list building, lead gen, sales, and She's going to tell you, probably won't go into full depth of all three, but list building and lead gen were those two main things we spoke about on today's podcast. So if that's it, it's one of those things you just haven't really gone around to, you know, maybe you started dabbling in SEO or in contest or in paid traffic. We don't talk about that stuff today. We talk about seriously effective stuff you can do right now to build your list with target leads who want to open and read your emails and buy. That's pretty important too, right? Anyways, I hope you enjoy my conversation today with Lois. She has a uh, special offer, by the way, to her list building course. She's given me a, a coupon so you guys can get it for free. It's normally 37 bucks. She'll talk about that more in the podcast, but other than that, enjoy the show. I'll tell you more about it at the end. Hey, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. My name is Jules Dan, and I'm joined by Lois Kofi from HealthyWealthyWise.com and the podcast. Super excited to have you on the show today, Lois. Thanks for joining me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I, I wish I had an accent like you. That's all I got to say. Well, you do have an accent uh, from my perspective. So <laughs> uh, so don't discount what, 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 your, what your voice sounds like. But you know, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, I was wondering if you could tell my audience a little bit about um, who you are, your backstory, and what you're focusing on right now in your business. Oh yeah, gosh, man, um, it's a it's a doozy. I, I'm uh, 43 years old. I live in Southern California now, but I've had quite the journey. Um, I was born and raised on a farm in Iowa. Had a was raised by a single dad, uh, older brother, so I was a tomboy from the word go. I thought, having been a college athlete, I really wanted to work for ESPN as a roving reporter, getting into the sweaty, half naked male, you know, locker rooms and getting the story, so to speak. But when I got into the industry, I don't know how I missed this in my college internships, but it was, it was pretty toxic. It was pretty unhealthy, um, pretty much a glorified desk job. And I was bored out of my mind. And then they wanted me to work the night shift and my coworkers, they would get off the night shift and go drinking at 8am because they kind of, they hated life and weren't really excited about their job. And they said, Lois, get out. 
get out while you can because you have you have something and you you just need to go and do something else so i was very impressionable at 21 years of age and i got into sales so that's why i share that story is because i've been in sales now for over 22 years love the word sales in fact part of my mission in life is to you know help people realize sales is not a swear word it's about service it's about supporting people who have a need that that only you and you can feel because you're living your best life you love serving people and you know we you know sales is the the highest paid profession on the planet and so really coming more from a spiritual space because when i was 21 22 i just served people and i made six figures boom like that not working nights and weekends and i was a realtor you know realtors are known for saturdays and sundays and nights and weekends and and i was able to master you know the, my own sales craft and formula i hired a coach had a mentor right away and i just did monkey see monkey do and they had their lead generation time every day mm-hmm. they had a plan they had you know uh, good systems in place and i was so fortunate to land in that now there is an interesting flip to the story because I was 25, 26, 27, making multiple six figures a year, had a sales team, opened up a mortgage company in 205 and a real estate investment firm. So you oh, can almost imagine. Going. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and for better or for worse, I, I chose friends as business partners and and I personally guaranteed in my name everything because I was a good little girl from Iowa. I had great credit and didn't even question why did they not have great credit and why am I doing this? But okay. And sure enough, one year later, I went from hero beyond bankrupt and beyond zero because I couldn't even afford to file bankruptcy and had multiple foreclosures, was homeless. Um, I had my car repossessed the day before my 30th birthday. So needless to say, that's a segue to why I lost it all. And to, to find, you know, that real estate wasn't really my true calling. And at that time, I thought, you know what, I really like this sales training thing. I loved inspiring and educating salespeople in my real estate office to live their best life, mm-hmm. to have work-life balance. I was training and also coaching runners and athletes and being an Ironman triathlete myself. I believe that there's more to life than work, right? Shocker. And so I, at the same time, and this is a really important story with what people are going through right now, at that same time, I was, I felt like such a failure. I even had people in my life, people in my life who cared about me that said, Lois, why would you go out and be a speaker and a trainer and a coach about sales right now when you just lost everything? You know, you're a failure in essence is what I heard. And so it made me really, really sick. I got depressed, had anxiety attacks so bad. My bed was shaking and there were, I thought there was kids jumping on it, but I didn't have any kids at the time. It was just me. And I was terrified because I had, my mom had left when I was a kid because she was, you know, schizophrenic and my parents got a divorce and I thought I was going crazy. I was having suicidal thoughts and it was just terrifying. It was one of the most terrifying years of my life. And at the same time, I started working on myself. I started recognizing, you know what? Health is really your wealth. Like I so took it for granted in my 20s and really the first 30 years of my life. And so I started studying mental health. Why do people you know, have depression? And I spent five years studying that and overcoming my own battle. And on the other side, got to be the healthiest version of myself with one exception. 
um, I manifested an autoimmune disease in my throat because I, I was afraid to speak my truth. I, I chose, instead of pursuing my passion of sales training, speaking mm -hmm. and coaching what I'm doing now, I went through and decided I'll do health and fitness. I'll serve people with boot camps, kitchen cleanouts, detoxes, cleanses, all the things that I discovered as a result of my own journey, my, my own demise with my own health. And several years later, um, I came back to this one I'm doing now because I really, really wanted to help people because I was selling, you know, fitness, I was selling nutritional products. I got into network marketing and sold for several years there. And I saw how people struggled with the sales process. I saw how people struggled with, you know, the word sales. Oh, I'm, I'm not a salesperson, Jules. No, no, no. Don't, don't categorize me as that. And I was like, come on, like really? And so about two years ago, um, I decided to start re-pursuing this passion that I abandoned 13 years ago because I was afraid and not, I don't think, ironically, you know, I was ready to launch it when the pandemic hit. And so I was like, oh crap, I have 22 years of offline sales success and experience. <laughs> so I was like, huh? How do I do this online stuff? I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have an email list. And this is in 2020? Um, yeah. 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 And so, and then to add, uh, just to add to it, my brother died, dropped dead suddenly at age 49, and my mom died two months later. Shit. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was riddled with grief. I was launching a new business, essentially, um, my, my passion, right? Mm. And I didn't know how to navigate the online space. Uh, I was always a face-to-face, belly-to-belly, kneecap to kneecap person. And now I was a homeschool teacher to my then seven and 11-year-old. And my husband, thankfully, still had work, but it looked like his work was going to run out. So just painting the picture of where I was at, not the best. Shit got real. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I remembered back in 2007, one of my mentors, and you'll love this part. He said, Lois, you need to start an email list. That's your asset. That's your gold mine. And he had a, a friend, actually a copywriter, um, was a really good friend of mine. He's, he, he reinforced what this other mentor said to me. He's like, yeah, I have a guy who has an email list. He's had it since before. 2000 and he just sends an email to his list and makes 10 grand and goes on vacation instead of going in debt which in america the average american will go yeah. into at least 1500 to 2000 dollars in debt to go on a vacation really i didn't and know i was that. that's crazy and i was just like huh back then skeptical like you're crazy hmm. i'm not gonna do that but guess what lois fast forward to 2020 was like he was right I could be a millionaire right now if I had an email list. So I got to work. I rolled up my sleeves with zero experience. I built an email list from zero to 5,000 in the next six months. Um, I got to monetizing that list in month mm -hmm. four. Cause again, I didn't know what the hell I was doing the first three months. I was just ignorance on fire. Well, I want to hear and about those I first three months because those lessons are definitely gonna be valuable. <laughs> do you want me to, do you want me to stay there and just keep going with that? Or do you, do you want me to, Oh, talk about well for, for the for the listeners before the podcast um lois uh, on lois's topics that she wanted to talk about was list build to freedom so today's episode i wanted to hear your story but definitely want to be hearing the ups and downs of list building because no one has talked about it on the podcast yet awesome. so go for it let's hear those first three ups and three months of up and downs 
so I didn't have you and I both now have the same coach who's amazing. I, I didn't have him in my life at that time. So I was just studying and seeing what other people were doing. I signed up for a bunch of other email lists and I was just figuring out, you know what, I got to give value. I got to find a way to attract people into my list. So what I decided to do was I did one weekly webinar. I, I called it five secrets to selling success, a 45 minute webinar with Q and a, with an mm -hmm. offer at the end, giving value, giving value. So I did that every week for three months straight. That was your, wow. At the very start. That was my first lead magnet back last April, May and June. Every week webinar for how many three, weeks? Th well, three months. So 12 weeks straight. This is a fun fact. I'm a 12 week year certified trainer. So it was actually a 12 week year goal. I, I just, I made it a, a part of my list building tactics. Yep. So that was on the front end. On the back end, I decided I wanted to test out this podcasting thing. So I got an account through Podbean. I got an account through StreamYard and I started live streaming to my Facebook fan page, a podcast interview with a guest every week. I wasn't even in iTunes because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> yeah. So that was before finding Jamie. So I used those two as anchors saying, hey, do you want to join my webinar? Um, if you opt in on this page, you'll get the information and then you'll be on my email list. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. No problem. And also my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise live stream, because it wasn't really officially a podcast yet. I invited people to that including the guests, yep. they all got into my email list and I went from zero to 2000 people during that three month period of time. So, so what was the mistake in that first three months? Oh, I made like $2,000. I didn't make any money, but I built a machine, an asset. I built a foundational brick platform to what happened the next three months after that. Yep. So there wasn't a mistake per se. Now that I look back at it, I was like, damn, I was pretty smart. I mean, like some people <laughs> would definitely not be unhappy with 2000 people and, and some money in the first three months, but you know, we're all different. We can't be like you, Lois. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a little bit of a, an overachiever, but exactly. it's all good. It was all good. It, and it, it was, again, the foundation. A lot of kids, a lot of people, there's a misconception Oh, I have to have an offer. I have to have a perfect funnel. Uh, I have to have a perfect, perfect, irresistible lead magnet to build a list. And I'm like, bullshit. I, I didn't. I mean, I had a webinar and I had a podcast interview mm -hmm. and was fumbling my way through it. Didn't make a lot of money, but I gave a lot of value. You know, give, receive. It, it's that flow of exchange of, of energy. Mm. And after all those, so this is really interesting because after all these years of doing sales, like you said, knee to knee, belly to belly, you're like, oh, this is how I can actually transfer my knowledge online. And that was the ticket. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if someone who wasn't in that same position, would you still like, what I mean by that is they don't have years and years of experience. Is that, would that be a strategy you would not recommend or would you? Would oh, Everybody I coach, I coach on this now because I, and I wasn't planning on that. Just mm -hmm. so you know, it was kind of like, oh, wait, that was kind of fun. I like doing that. Maybe I should try teaching it, you know? And so I, that's what I tell people. I don't care if you're, even if you're 20, 
if you're 50, you have knowledge, you have wisdom, you have experience, you have inspiration, you have greatness inside of you that's been meant to, to come out. Remember, I use myself as an example. I manifested an autoimmune disease because I had fear of rejection. I had so much failure. I made up all these stories about how worthless I was and how I, I shouldn't speak. I share that with people. I'm like, do you want to end up with a disease? Do you want to, you know, not live your best life? Do you want to hold yourself back? You know, this is an opportunity. The pandemic have, has given so many people, I think, an opportunity to have a voice and to test it out and to share and to be real and to be authentic because I think a lot of people have gone through a lot. And so people love to find inspiration and stories, just like you're talking about, to connect with people. So that's you know what brings people together around the campfire. It's what's bringing people together now um, is, is being able to be authentic and share your story and all your demons, all your skeletons, all mm. your failures, because ever, everyone's got them right now, I think. Oh, absolutely. Like best way to connect. That's why I do a solo show as well. Cause they're um, like you said, it's right around the campfire and you just get to know the person a lot better on a deeper level. I'm curious to know though, mm -hmm. that webinar, how did it evolve after three months or that, that, um, you know, this building strategy, how that evolve after your quote mistake? <laughs> <laughs> well, the cool thing was, is I, well, I found Jamie and launched my podcast for real. He called it a relaunch, but I'm like, I wasn't even in iTunes. So I guess it's a relaunch, but okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that totally, I had major personal breakthroughs, confidence. Um, I was very moved by how many people were inspired by my story, you know, and, and just hearing about my mom dying, my brother dying, and how I was able to still move forward. Yeah through that and want to share my story because a lot of times you know when bad things happen to you you just you just hold it in and it was almost therapeutic for me to be able to find my tribe and to be able to share what i had been through because i knew a lot of people were having a lot of loss last year if not a death a job loss you know uh, a home loss been there done that you know maybe they um had just just even grieving the loss of being able to connect with humanity person to person face to face and a lot of loss right and so i wanted to bring hope and light so that was my driving force you know so that you have to remember what is your driving force your why your purpose your passion and when you share that with the world i think that's why we're here then things just continue to explode for me um i had my first four figure month that month and it was through a webinar because I was busy launching my podcast and you know what that's like. <laughs> that was intense. I was glad I did it in the summer when my kids were not in school because then I probably would have had a nervous breakdown trying to figure out all that stuff. But I was able to, you know, because I had a list. Okay. So this is just remember to this yeah. order. I had a list and then I JV'd with another coach who had been on my podcast. And back in June, we were like, hey, maybe we could do a webinar together let's co-market and and bring she's a subconscious mind coach mm -hmm. and then i'm a sales coach right so we did a yeah. sales master class pb jelly she talked exactly she talked about removing your subconscious limiting beliefs i talked about then taking that and closing the deal we made eight grand in that one hour 
and then split it. And we had sent both of us, she has a really good email list because she was doing this a lot longer than I was. But the cool thing was I just started and she had her list for probably years. Mm -hmm. um, we both sent four emails out to our lists. Um, we both brought 50 people that registered. We had half of that, about 46 show up. And then eight people bought our 997 offer that day. And that was huge for me because number one, I, I felt like I had done my part, equal, equal play. We had amazing revenue for mm -hmm. just a, it was a 90 minute masterclass. And I was like, huh, I think I could do this. And then my podcast launched in the top 10 and top 20 in different countries. And then it was just like, I got so much exposure from that and so much confidence from that. Then the next month I repeated that. And then the next month, you know, I hit my first five figure month because of all of the previous foundational bricks that I laid. And I never stopped building my list at the end of, so I started April, we'll say April 1st, give or take. My mom yep. died on April 9th, so it wasn't quite exactly that. But by, um, so April 1st to September, um, I did a, a pop-up podcast. It would probably, let's say September 15th or somewhere in there, 20th is when I closed all of the sales from that. You know, that was my first five-figure month. So April to September, mm -hmm. that's not even a six-month period. But then by then I had 5,000 people in my email list. So it was constant, you know, webinars or podcasts and continuing to give value, give value, and then asking, you know, and, and closing the sale throughout that whole process. Yeah. What a journey. My gosh, that is uh, so, so cool to hear. Um, and I want to talk about quickly as well, you know, some might be curious, like they sent out four emails, but what was in it? Um, something that I do with, with my clients is that we would, you create a big idea, a theme around what the webinar is and you get them excited and, and build the anticipation and um, it's leading up to one big event. When we did that, this is the first time my coach showed me how to do that. And from a list of 2K, we put in, pulled out 150K from that. And then I'm like, oh, so that's what happens when you, you know, build that anticipation, you build that curiosity, you build that theme behind the whole week. Um, really, really curious to hear, like, what did you guys use and what did you develop? You know, like, okay, we tried this one week and then the next time we ran a webinar, like, let's try and modify it so it's a little bit better. Gosh, I mean, you, you now you're going to, like make me blush because I didn't really have a strategy. I didn't really have, I was ignorance on fire. Like I, I went from event to event and, and just kept giving emails to my list, kept mm -hmm. giving value, kept adding people to the list. I didn't do weekly webinars after that because I had my podcast and now I had courses and clients and I chose to build an affiliate tribe. So I have over a hundred plus affiliates who bring me qualified leads and I pay them for referrals on the back end. So they also helped build my list um, mm -hmm. starting in August. So I didn't necessarily have, and this gives everyone hope out there. Um, I didn't really necessarily have an email strategy. It was, it was, it was something that, that I do now more so. Um, I have a methodology I call E-I-E-I-O. And so I make sure I know old MacDonald had a farm. 
who came from <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if you understand, if you're if you've been around for a while, like me, um, Jim Rohn was one of my mentors. My first, in fact, when I saw him speak, I was like, I want to do that. I want to be like Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn when I grow up. And he was a, a farmer's son from Idaho. So he grew up on a farm and we understand that farming process, you know, planting seeds, nurturing pulling the weeds, sunshine, watering them, seeing them grow and turn into harvest, right? Which in this case is income in sales. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, the, e the first E stands for educate. Am I educating my email list? Um, then I is for inspiration. Am I inspiring them with a story? Or am I inspiring them with, with laughter? Am I inspiring them in some way, shape or form? The second E is engaging. Am I asking questions? You know, sales is a lot about asking questions and getting feedback. So sometimes mm -hmm. it could be a survey. Um, what do you want to see? What do you want to learn about? Or just asking, getting them to think and saying, you know, hit reply. I'd love to hear your thoughts yep. on this type Definitely. of a thing. Then the I is inviting them to a webinar, inviting them to a podcast, inviting them to the summit that I invited you to coming up here in June, inviting yeah. them to something. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the O is offer, giving them and offer you know there are people out there who don't think you should sell to your list and i'm like that's crap. Well, they're crazy <laughs> they're they're crazy um and of course i'm a sales coach so i'm like on what are you talking about um what so they, that's just backtracking because this might be answering some people's false beliefs what what would other than selling and building relationship what else would they do with the list <laughs> is it just there for validation Maybe. or is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have a big it, list it, but i don't sell to them don't tell anyone well and i think it's it's more like i sell to my list more often i think uh, some people's approach is you don't sell that that often you know like you and i both have studied ian stanley we see jamie's emails <laughs> and, uh, the greatest of all time the goats right of email marketing they're selling every flipping week and so proud of it yeah, and if not, they're like that's the I and the O. The the hidden element there is the invite. You're inviting them to something that's probably going to close them on the back end, right? Mm. So that's that's my approach to, to you know from from about August onward. So in July, when I had that first four figure month with that one webinar with that one email campaign, which is was all inviting. It mm. was four invite emails, like hey. Are your sales down? Come to this webinar. Hey, are you noticing you have um, call reluctance or you're hearing a lot of no's or you're just like pulling your hair out because you're like, gosh, I don't know how to sell in this new normal. Come on down, bring your sales team. You know what I mean? It was all positive because keep in mind, um, and I don't know when my, my friend Jenny had started her email list. My list was only three months young. So it was really um early on but i had given so much value week after week month after month for three straight months that that people were curious they're like hey i wonder what lois is going to be doing let me i want to i want to show up and and check it out and receive that value so sorry to hopefully that dis didn't disappoint you but um i'm sure i could even improve upon that and that's my goal you know i want to be able to be like that gentleman you know who they said, Hey, I want to go on a vacation. So I'm going to email my list today and give value yeah. after years <clears> of giving value. And then, you know, making many deposits like at a bank, then you, you get those withdrawals of, of cash. 
Yeah. Well, you've just touched on another principle there, which is the emotional bank account. Um, super. We could go on and on about that, but the emotional bank account is what you just said. It's to educate, it's to inspire, it's engaging. And then when the withdrawal comes, it's inviting and then the offer. So that's that's a good acronym for the emotional bank account. I like that. Hey, uh, quick well, question. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and always remember, E-I-E-I-O, Old McDonald had a farm. It's about farming not hunting so much although you you can get someone in your email list and if you do it right they'll buy from you almost right away um but i always like to remind people about that in sales you know to just manage their expectations to yeah. think that way okay the question i wanted to ask was because i know we've we've been you know we've heard your story about how you started list building how would someone if they're listening right now what are maybe three or five steps that they should take this week, maybe not today, because it's a lot you have to do, but this week to kickstart your list building. Well, I forget, um, Julian, I'm a little embarrassed. Can I give away my list building course to your audience? Is that okay? Well, I don't see anything wrong with that. Can okay, I, cool. I'll get it too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, number one, I'll just give you my list building course, but um, as a gift for free. The whole idea is number one, being very clear on who is your target audience is, mm -hmm. is also important. So starting to maybe journal about that, better understand that who, where are you gonna find them? You know, so I'll give you a couple examples. So like when I started, my who was what I call in sales is my warm market. People that already knew me, liked me and trusted me and had some experience with me in the past, in a past life. You know, that could be someone from yeah, your college, totally. your your church, your, your whatever, whatever communities, whatever tribes you are in, these are people who already have a connection. I mean, then you could say, well, anybody could go on my list, Lois. And I say, you know what, that's where I started, to be honest, because it was, it, it, it was my safest people to go out and reach to. But then after you, you know, maybe, touch your warm market then you go back to who is my dream customer so like for me for example it took me just so you know it, it took me five months to figure that out oh by the way it wasn't until the fall that i said you know what i really love working with coaches speakers authors podcasters and holistic healers those are my tribe those are me those are that's actually mm. all of those things is me and so I really decided to start attracting those people. So then I decided, okay, where am I going to find them? So then I joined Facebook groups with coaches, speakers, authors, podcasters, yeah. and holistic healers. I then also joined, I got more active. You and I talked about this before the show. I got way more active on LinkedIn and on LinkedIn. And I coach on this. So you're getting hopefully some good coaching value. But what I, I did was I'd go into the search feature um, in LinkedIn and type in podcaster. So and then I go on, sales navigator. I don't use sales navigator. Oh, okay. So I haven't spent any money on LinkedIn and I doubled my LinkedIn connections um, since COVID hit. And I've, I've gotten a lots of leads and a lot of sales through just what I'm teaching you guys right now. Yeah. So I would find the, 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 the professions, right? The, the podcasters, speakers, authors, coaches, holistic healers on linkedin i would send them a friend request or a connection request i guess you'd say on linkedin and always always add a message with oh, the totally. value oh. <laughs> what I, would you that's another podcast because <laughs> gosh there are some bad connection messages 
I know, I know. I, and actually, those are great referrals for me. Um, if they're open to it, I'll talk to them because they need to hire me because they need to stop that crap. Because and I got a story with that that maybe we can close with that that might make me people cry. But um, yeah, no, I don't do that. I, I send them a message and it just depends on which one of those people they are. It's easier like you and me, we're podcasters, right? So mm-hmm. it's easier for me to go on there and say, Hey, I have a podcast. Uh, like if I said, Hey, Julian, I see you're a podcaster. would love to connect with you. Can I add you to my network? And Oh, by the way, maybe we could talk and do a podcast swap. You know, that would be one way to break the ice, yeah. right? I don't hit them with a link. Um, I always, what I teach is permission-based list building and selling. So I always ask permission. Is it okay if I send you my podcast link or my podcast application? Yeah, I not, just, not blah, here's my link. Blah. Yeah. It's like throwing So on. yes. Yes. Go so who there. are you, who are you going after? Where are you going to find them? You know, write that down go through that exercise. Do you want to go for warm market approach, cold market approach? And then is it Facebook? Is it LinkedIn? Is it clubhouse? Is it Pinterest? Is it whatever? Pick one. It, it, it helps to pick one. I'm not going to lie. I, I do teach one hour of lead building um, list, list building lead generation a day. Not everyone understands that it takes time, right? It took me a, a fair amount of time to go from zero to 5,000, but it was so, so worth it. And it developed some really, really good habits. Now it's so automatic for me. I add people to my list still almost daily, not every day, but almost daily because it's a habit. It takes 66 days plus scientifically to develop a habit. So also think about how many people do you want to add per day over the next 12 weeks, read the book, the 12 week year. That's another referral for you and get really clear on that number and that target market, where are you going to find them? What you're going to say to them? We don't have enough time. So you'll have to just go through my list build course. Cause I have Aww. scripts. I have scripts in there. Right there. I have, <laughs> I have scripts inside the list build course. That'll help you also talk to people like a human, not an asshole. If I can say that word here. Yeah. We're, um, we're already on explicit. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah. So it's about the who, the where, and of course, what's the value that you're going to give to pique their interest. Um, I call it my five W's, but again, you got to go through the course to get the rest of the W's. I'm not giving any more away. All right. No more away. I want to ask a couple <laughs> more questions, not related to list building. And then we're finished. Okay. I know you, you've had a, a really long day. Um, can you tell me about your vision in the next six months? Where's Lois Kofi going? Yeah. My, my, my primary is to really master um, my reach through my affiliates and my joint venture partners. I told you I'm in a strategic alliance mastermind group and um, really refining my offerings and my programs. However, based on their projections and their coaching and Jamie's coaching, um, you know, I, I expect to get to six figures a month. Uh, pay out a lot of money to my affiliates and joint venture partners, uh, be able to increase my impact, of course, while increasing my income and really, really inspiring people to uh, speak their truth um, through their sales professions. And and as coaches, speakers, Mm -hmm. authors, podcasters, holistic healers, you know, they're an extension of my purpose on this planet, which is to heal the sales community and, and help people, you know, make the money they're worth and they deserve. And so they can be living their best life and yeah. be the best people possible. 
I'm excited for you, Lois, because it sounds like you've gone through quite a lot of, let's just say, crap to get to where you are right now. And it's just like <clears throat> the road is just like opening or the gates are just opening up for you. So I'm excited for your journey. And but along that way to hit your goals, um, what's that little thing that's scaring you that you need to focus on to hit those goals? One of the things that I struggled with that last year broke open for me was I was a people pleaser, had very unhealthy boundaries and, and wasn't didn't know how to say no. And so what I had to unpack, and Jamie actually helped me a lot with this. I read the book, The Surrender Experiment. And I realized I, yeah, it's a great book by Michael Singer, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And I really realized for, for those 13 years since the recession, when I lost everything and believed other people's BS that I was a failure, right? And I wore that cross really well for a long time. Um, I got into people pleasing and codependency behaviors and trying to do it all and and to 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 kind of numb out the the pain and the trauma that I had experienced back then. Mm -hmm. So last year I realized, oh my gosh, I had shiny object syndrome, also known as people pleasing yep. syndrome, also known as codependency. And especially I started out, this isn't, I'm not advocating for this. Okay. But when I started out, one of the reasons I got to 2000 as fast as I did is because I was up at oh dark 30. I would be on zooms visiting other countries at like nine or 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And I was just like, what the hell am I doing? You know? And so I, I slowed down. Mm. Um, I, I realized I had to start creating healthy boundaries. So now the thing that still scares me is those falling back into those those patterns because that was like seven plus years of of patterns and so i've had to constantly you know reprogram and continue to work with my therapist and my coach on coming back and staying in the center which for me is is a work-life balance and and not being a workaholic so for me that's that's probably the scariest thing is, is falling back and sliding back into those things Wow. Okay. Didn't, <clears throat> sorry, throat clearing. I did not expect to hear that. Like, thank you so much for opening about that because um, I think a lot of people might be experiencing that problem too. Maybe not the same story as you, but um, sometimes I wish I had a bit of workaholism rubbed off on me. <laughs> <laughs> you can have some of mine. I, ha I have, I have residual. I'll, I'm happy to share a little. <laughs> I think that's, uh, uh, I think it's another discussion for Julian, but anyway, you know, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, you know, drop so much value. Lois, where is um, best place for my audience to, to find you if they want to connect with you? Well, first, can I give the gift? And then yes. I, I do want to, I do want to close with a story that I think yes. will really be powerful. Mike okay. is yours. Okay. So you, they can go to obviously loiskofi.com, but what I'd rather have them do is go to list build with Lois com and I'll give you the, the the correct spelling of that, but it's just as it sounds. List build with l o i s dot com, and that's my list build course. And you can get the promo code is all caps list build. If you have any issues, reach out to Julian and reach out to me. I'll make sure you have my email address as well. I can always sign you up manually, but that's my um, three plus hour course uh, that is meant to train you 
over the course of one hour per day for three days. I suppose you could binge and do it all, but the goal is to help you build your list by a hundred or more over that three day period. If you go all in and actually don't just listen to it and get a warm and fuzzy, but you actually apply it and do it. Um, so yeah, so listbuildwithlois.com list build all in caps. Otherwise, just check out my podcast and iTunes, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, and um, love to have you guys check out my show. And it's Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. I just saw in the back there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, other domain was taken. I was like, damn it. But um, I kind of like being different. It's part of my MO. I don't like to be like everyone else. So the the ends in between the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise just like rolls it. off the tongue. I like it. I like it. It's good. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Lois. Awesome. My pleasure. And and here's, this is like um, a deeply spiritual message I'd like to share with since we're talking on the mm-hmm. topic of list building and stories. Yeah. So the other, the other reason I got pretty fired up um, when the pandemic started, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Julian, but there was so many people that were so coming from a place of scarcity and they didn't know, they didn't have the proper training. Uh, I recognize that oh, they would yeah. just spam you, spam you with their, oh, yeah. their, their yeah. links and their products and their services. And hey, join my my team, buy my stuff, yeah. all of the things. Maslow's and- hierarchy needs coming way down the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what's going on the other end of that messenger, right? And so I was unfortunate to receive a really spammy, pushy sales guy the week my brother died. Yeah. My brother was dead and barely 24 hours into it, I got this messages from this guy and he wouldn't leave me alone. Even like three days later when I was going to my brother's funeral, he was still messaging me and I ended up blocking him because I was just so afraid that I was going to just drop a bunch of F-bombs on him and go after him. And I knew that that wasn't Healthy. doing that to him would have been like what he was doing to me, just just being pushy. So that's the, the story I want you to remember as you're reaching out to these people. You don't know what's going on with them and their lives. And so if you come from a place of being a human and connecting first developing that trust and rapport you'll you'll win friends and influence people in ways that you never thought before as opposed to pissing them off and getting blocked on social media yeah and, and if you're feeling a bit angry just block them you know just block them because it's better to do that than yeah. go off on them because oh, it, it just you know, doesn't serve anybody and, and like one one little anger outburst and that person might know someone else and someone else and then that can get around and you're like reputations, everything. So don't screw it up. Yeah. Good message though. I like that little last bit. You're welcome. Thanks for, Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for listening to Storytelling Secrets today, guys. Okay. That's a wrap for today's episode. So if you enjoyed what Lois spoke about and you want to go in, in a little bit deeper, then I've got some good news for you because she's given me a $37 coupon code which means you get her three-day course for free to how to grow your income with your email list. So she'll teach you how to get build your first 100 to 1,000 leads with your email list. So to, so to get that brilliant offer, you can go to listbuildwithlois.com and it'll take you there. And the coupon code you want to use is listbuild, one word in all capitals. I'll leave it all down in the show notes below. But yeah, if you enjoy the show, if you want to go reach out to Lois, I'll leave that there. 
If you enjoy the show even more and you want to spread the word to everybody else that you got so much value out of this, go leave a review. I really appreciate that. Other than that, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your listenership. I will see you on Monday for the solo show. Bye for now.